Welcome to episode 310 of the Spokesman Cycling Podcast. This show was engineered on Thursday, 27th of October, 2022. The Spokesman Cycling Roundtable Podcast is brought to you by Turn Bicycles. The good people at Turn are committed to building bikes that are useful enough to ride every day and dependable enough to carry the people you love. In other words, they make the kind of bikes that they want to ride. Turn has e-bikes for every type of rider, whether you're commuting, taking your kids to school, or even carrying another adult. Visit www.turnbicycles.com, that's T-E-R-N, bicycles.com, to learn more. I've just returned from an ultra-lux four-day riding event on Ibiza, with upscale bike hauls company Leblanc. There'll be a full episode on this trip soon, including interviews with the principals, some of the guides, and a few of the clients. But here's an after-dinner discussion with a bunch of famous former pros, including two world champions. I'm Carlton Reed, and I was in the select audience for this intimate conversation led by Sigma Sports Ambassador Matt Stevens. The cycling legends weren't just there to talk. They were there to ride, and it was a thrill to be in the same packs as Mark Cavendish, Oscar Ferrer, Adam Blythe, and Johan Museo. I grabbed some on-bike audio with Cav, Adam, and Johan. But meanwhile... Here's an edited cut of the fireside chat with the sweary bits bleeped out. Thanks very much for coming. It's been absolutely fantastic. I don't think I've just chatted to Mark before we we come on air, as it were, live. <laughs> um, this is quite odd, but also kind of quite bonkers. Um, the whole the whole situation. Isn't that the same thing. Odd and yeah, the, the, well, no, I think they're subtly different, but essentially the same. Yeah. The thing I love about Mark, you can't. If you say something and it's it's ever so slightly ambiguous, you'll pick somebody somebody up. You can't, but you'll want to know the logic behind it, won't you? I love that. Yeah, it can be hard sometimes. Like. <laughs> we've got a couple of. When I'm got, doing that to my four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah so that's, a, that's a good point. That's a, maybe that's another. Maybe that's a podcast. Topic. Good though, though. How often do we like we do that? We talk on like something and then we end up going off on a tangent and talking yeah. about that thing there for half hour. Yeah, no? like, like, like this yeah. moment right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's only only four people have walked out. So that's not well, that's not too bad. So first things first, just some uh, just some um, topographical, geographical housekeeping, um, courtesy of Holly, who does the research for the website. My wife is at the back there. Um, there's only one river in Ibiza, and it's dried up, and it's the only river in the whole of the Balearic Islands. And Mark, it's mad, isn't it? It's like, mad. It's t- I mean, seriously. I like, mean, why would you settle here? Surely, that's settlements were based around where there's fresh water. Yes. Why has anyone ever settled here? I know. You know. I, I don't. Mark, well, I don't have to, the answer. You have to be, have to be a, like settlements were predominantly based in somewhere they could like, if not fortify, but defend. Yeah. And then when there's a fresh water. Chester, for example. Yeah. The river. Yeah. yeah. There's a deep. You got to walk the hill when there's a. Yeah. Like, do you know? There's, there's as little ways in as possible. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But there were, I mean, I've not seen many, ca- is there any castles in Ibiza? Not seen many. They've got a couple, you've got a couple of castles. Okay, that's good to know, that's good to know. But 
but Mark, something, yeah, something else. You got another fact? You're obviously Mark. It's not really. It's quite. It's quite. It, I don't even. It's not even a fact. Well, it's a fact. It is a fact. It's not, it's not as probably good as yours. No, I, no. I, I was recently. So before I came, I was just researching Ibiza because. Uh, Ibiza. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? I just felt that. A, num a number shot out, a, n a number hit out of me. So I'm from, like, some people know, some people won't. I'm from a small island called the Isle of Man. It's in between England and Scotland, Wales. Yeah. And uh, it's 572 square meters, square kilometers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like what? That's, that's a very, very small island. Uh, that's the size of your house. Is it overlapping? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've got to do these things to keep it running. You know? <laughs> anyway, number jump, 572 square kilometers. It's exactly to the square kilometer, the same size as Ibiza. To the square kilometer, 572 square kilometers. There's a lot more roads on the Isle of Man. Like, always get asked, always get asked. You're on the south of the Isle of Man. Or did you just do laps? Always, or oh, oh, no, it's more, do you just do laps? <laughs> yeah, you're the f***ing first person that's had that on you, you know? Bit like, totally. <laughs> so, I, I didn't ask that when I was on the other man, did I? No, we just did laps. No, we just did laps. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was quite, a, quite a dull ride in the end. Nice that, we went, remember, it was a nice little time that, we were on the yeah. steam train. It was, we did, this was like, I know, pff, Sigma Sports were a, a, a kind of involved in the box, but we did we did a cafe ride, didn't we? Yeah. We got you in the museum, didn't we? As a statue, and then do you remember the the I was like, because I, I was like walked in the, into the museum in the Isle of Man. We obviously had to get permission. We didn't just randomly do it. And then I said, Mark, you up for this? And you're like, what? It's like, oh, you and it's like, God, you're going to be a statue of yourself. Like a, you're going to pretend to be a waxwork of yourself. And do you remember me? So what, I just like felt your earlobe, didn't I? Like spoke in your earlobe, and you just lost it. It's, that's your little face. You got, you got, you got like a little comedy face. I love it. I just went, you know, when we stare out at that, you just make me laugh. Like you got, oh, like, yeah. like you oh, always no. look happy, even if you. I can't imagine Holly. If he does, he ever get angry? Like Matt's like the nicest person. I <laughs> no, know. stop it. And he, I can't imagine him angry. And I even think if he's angry, he'd still look happy. <laughs> like make a little cartoon character, isn't it? I was, I was, uh, I wasn't angry today, but I was, I was, I cramped up while somebody took a photo of me. That's most of I mean, there's, it was a, so a couple of things happened to me today. Well, we'll talk about you being a very, very good bike rider in a minute. But what I think we should, I think what we should wrap up first is, is, is some stats from today. How, you know, with the little harbour we went to, gorgeous, wasn't it? Yeah. We stopped off the little group that we're with, uh, the black, the black, ten o'clock black group. They took a photo of me. And just as they pressed the, the button to take the photo, I cramped up enormously in my thigh. And I've never cramped up for a photograph before, Mark. What do you think of that? <laughs> a bit weird. Well, it, it, has anyone got the photo? We like, Probably. Yeah. We're, we're that like, has we're, to go viral, Strava. yeah. It's, right. on, it's, it's on Strava. Oh, oh Charles! <laughs> I thought I liked those Belgian guys. <laughs> and the next thing, before we move on to, to argue himself, I love a chat at the table. This is, it's lovely, you know, the way we get together, ride our bikes, we get to mingle, last night was great, and then sat on the table, never met any of the people before, and lovely conversations. 
And then just as we got up to, to, to go into the transition phase of tonight, which was the walk from the restaurant to the bar and then to here, that was the transition, around 15 minutes, a good number. Um, the lady opposite me, um, who I, I, I understood hailed from Derby, where we, we me and Holly live, she just said to me, just straight, straight as dice, like, do you need a dentist in Derby? And I was so... <laughs> So, it's like, it's like the lady here who asked for the hat the other day, that, and I was just so, I gave her the hat because I was scared. And then, so basically, I've, I've got a dentist, Mark, in Derby. And she's over there, give, give us a wave, there's my dentist. Okay. So to be honest with you, we could wrap up tonight on that. We won't, because, right, we're going to get serious now, because laughing aside, um, and we will continue to laugh tonight, because this is joyriding after all, and, or joy sitting down, I think. Although I didn't do much joyriding, it was mostly riding in pain, because the group was so good. Um, Mark, you've had... We talked about it the other day a little bit. You, your career... Do you ever have time to reflect on what you've achieved, mate? Do you, do you ever have moments where you, you look back on, on what you've achieved and think, yeah, because you, you are... You're a legend of the sport, and who knows what's going to happen next year. Who knows what's going to happen next year, but we're not, I'm not going to say the thing, but what I know is, is that every single person sat round here, and actually, every, most people in the world are interested in cycling, want you to do it, is what I'm saying. Yes. All right? Yeah. But, so you've got that support, and I know you're probably one of, I think on your Twitter or your Instagram, it's like, believe, always believe. And that's what you've got, an unwavering, laser-focused belief, which has played out over the last few years incredibly. But do... What I want to know is, and I would imagine a few other people will know, do you, do you ever reflect on what you've achieved, mate? <laughs> not, not too much, really. Because um, you see, I think there's so many people in, in, in the sport, they, they win one race and they just reflect on that and they never win again, you know? They kind of live off one, one race and... I've kind of, I think I've shot myself in the foot a few times with it because I just move on to the next thing and yeah. it, it turns on out to be, I set myself these targets and they end up, if you do it, you do it, if you don't, you don't and it's actually my losses that I talked about more than the wins, it's a, it's a weird situation yeah. to be in. So like, there was a stage when if a guy beat me one time, he'd have a bigger contract than I was on because <laughs> he beat me one time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And yeah. Uh, you, you can't, you start looking at what you're doing you end up in that situation, you get one contract, your career's over pretty, pretty quickly, you know? Um, I don't know, like, I just always... just have to keep moving forward. I think not in cycling, in life, in, it, in any, any aspect of life, you stop... You start looking back on what you've done. Like, there's plenty of time when you retire to, to yeah, do that and reflect point, yeah. on it. Um, while you're doing it, you... You're a winner, though, aren't you? That, that's it, you're, 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 you're paid to win, aren't you? Yeah. You're, you're a winner, you're, and you're still very, very hungry, aren't you? Quite clear, I can see you've still got that sparkle in your right, eyes. It's, it's, right, I think like everybody here, I just like riding my bike, I love it, you know? And riding here with people, that's why I started, that's why I still do it. It's quite unorthodox now in modern day cycling that I just want to ride my bike. Yeah, we you know? love you, Mark! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, so I know, like, don't get me wrong, I'm, I know if, I, if you can take the difference between the word lucky and fortunate, like, yep. I'm not lucky to do what I do because I, I know what I put in, you know? Yep. Um, but to be able to do what I love every day, 
I'm fortunate to do that. If that makes sense. Like, yes. it's, yeah. We yeah. can have one of those conversations about the difference between them two. We words, can. You know? Like, yeah. I never, I, what I mean is I never take it for granted. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I get to ride my bike. Yeah. And it, 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 okay, a lot of the time it, it's a job. It's not what I do. It's not riding with good people like, like I'm doing here. Um, <laughs> it's doing my job. So, but, but ultimately I'm, I'm getting around my bike for a living. Yeah. Like, and wh why not do that as long as possible? But likewise, I, I cannot live with doing it if I'm not winning. I can't live with anything unless I'm winning. Like, it, that's, it's a sickness I had since I was a kid, <laughs> really, you know? Um, You're passionate about, if you have an opinion on something, don't mind me saying that, you are, I've seen you, like, you will fight that corner, won't you? Yeah. With, like, it's quite interesting to see, it. it's clearly that's who you are, you, you're, a, you're a winner, and you, if you, if you have a belief, do, do you think that's been, do you think you've learned that, or do you think, or did that happen really early on? Were you quite aware as a youngster that, whoa, I just, I just need everything to be bang on, I want to win, it's, yeah. how was it? Well, it's quite, I have a, like, really, like, logical thinking mind. My emotional side is like, that's probably more learned than, right, than the logical side, you know? Um, yeah, like, and, I know what you have to put in to achieve something, or not just achieve, win a race, but like, I don't know, like, you, you know, you know, if you, you look at this decking, you know, I'm not a carpenter, I'm not a joiner. It's pretty decent decking, isn't it? You know, you work out how that decking go together, you're like, okay, I'll do that. And you might not do it as perfect as this, but you, you kind of know, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you work out how to do it, and you know what goes into doing that. So you do it, and you go, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's the same when I say it, like, you know when someone goes, you're going to win? Well, of course I'm going to win. I know, I know what I've put in to win. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So it's a belief, yeah. but it's not a, it's, it's a logical thinking belief that always had, do you know? You, I know what it takes and you can do everything within so, your control. So actually, and then, you, you are a guy that cares, you're passionate, you're, you, there is a side of it that's very emotional, but what you've managed to do, and I know you might have talked about this before, but to find it enormously intriguing is, the logic game is just like you know that like, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna win because I'm I'm the best and I and it might not be the, the most powerful now but I've got experience like no other and that's just a fact well, so always I'm, gonna, was I'm, I'm gonna do it like, I was always it. a physical run even when I was a junior I was, I was physical run I wasn't very good and physically I'm not very good you know I had to learn how to race sorry guys you can all go home now <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming you have to learn how to race. Yeah. That's it. And I've been able to, of course, I had to get stronger because the Peloton's got stronger and like they're all like seven foot riders now, you know? You have to learn, you have to get stronger, but you work out how, how to beat them. And it makes it easier for it to have a kind of longer lasting career, I guess, because you can adapt. If you can work yeah. stuff out, you can adapt. Can't Do you, you enjoy that new challenge because the, the landscape is with. I hate, it. I hate it. You hate it. I hate it. Like, <laughs> okay. I hate it. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't. No, enjoy not enjoy it. the. No, I mean, so I don't. I don't mean enjoy the, uh, the the new landscape, but the process of like trying to work out what you got to do next, or is that you don't like that? No, either? I don't. I don't like it. I just can't help it. I, like I lie in bed, not sleep. Not. I lay in bed like that, thinking. Yeah. Wow. I can't, and it's not healthy. Like, you know, it's. Uh, I don't like it. Well, you you do it. I've always done it, I guess, so. But you, like, let's take this year, for example, and I, I think, 
of all your wins, even the Tour de France victory to one side, UAE Tour this year, and people who watched the UAE Tour this year, that win you had on that gently meandering right-hander was insane. So talk, just, because that was, you were obviously strong, but the, uh, the skill, mate, was, uh, it was, it was like, it was like Van Gogh painting, painting a starry night. It was, it was a thing about absolute beauty. So we knew what we had to do there. We had, and we, we got sent, we hadn't got a full team there. And we got a few half the team that we had there was Neo Pros and like, yeah. good guys, strong, but yeah. you know, you don't just write on a blackboard what do and it happens, you know, cycling is experience, you know, you can say what you want to do, but the consequences of 200 other bike riders trying to do what they do, you'll never get what you want to do, you know, like you can do it, but that comes from experience and, and having like learning to a point that's instinctive, you know. So obviously with new guys, you, you, you can't do that. You haven't got that benefit. And uh, we did shit on the first day, like dreadful. Like we had a plan yeah. and there was no adaptability from that plan, you know? So we said the day after, okay, there's a corner with a kilometer to go. Um, you just get first in the last, last corner. That's the, the most of the team's job and leave me and Morkov there uh, afterwards. Because if you drop us into this right-hander when the peloton starts to accelerate out of the right-hander, we can drift back. So you, you, you push, push maybe 30% less power out the corner, yep. which when you're talking over 1,000 watts, 30% is a, a lot of power. <laughs> I don't think I've so, done 1,000 watts. So over, <laughs> over, 50, over 15 seconds, the little bit you save there, yep. you've got it in the final 800, you know? Yeah. Um, so we, if you get us in first, then we can recover while the other is accelerating out. We just accelerate slow and we can drop in on the trains, you know? Um, and they nailed it like that. But uh, then it's a bit, it, it, it was a little bit, other teams came over. But then I seen uh, Danny Van Poppel, who is phenomenal. He's Sam Bennett's lead out man. He, he went for, for Sam. And uh, ultimately, Sam was in the best position to win. But the thing about Sam is uh, he's incredibly strong, incredibly talented, like brilliant guy, really yeah. nice guy. But uh, you can crack him mentally quite easy, you know? Right. I love that, it's just that it's clear, yeah. I've got a race from next year, I'm stopping the story now. I, ju I jumped early and he never responded, but my win, that's it. So, so I can't, I can't, I, no. I, 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 the moral of the story is if you learn how other people ride, you can use that to your advantage, it's not yeah. about how, like, like, I've never been the strongest. There's a talk about you, who's strongest, blah, blah, blah. It's about winning races. Yeah. You know? Um, that's what you keep, keep coming back to. It is. It's just about it's winning like, yeah. races. Especially what you, your hard as a sprinter to win yeah. races, not yet. Like, you know, people talking about people that are stronger. Maybe. <laughs> like, uh, why win races? Yeah. Um, there's a difference in there. That's yeah. what our job is, like, yeah. fundamentally. So, we've got a few. We're going to bring another... Um, well, it's not, it's not really a guess, he's just a lovely bloke on stage in a few moments' time. But before we do that, before we, basically before we can blithe you on. And I think the reason he brought that beer on was because I started sipping his red wine. <laughs> so I'm just going to have another sip of Adam's red wine. <laughs> Sorry, Adam, you know they're flipping love you. Um, so, Rainbow Band, like, Cav, I know everybody here assembled as would like to hear just what it is coming out. He's bringing champagne on. He's like, look at him. Have you ever seen such an attractive man in your life? He's lovely, me. But, but Mark, we talk, we've, got, we've got Johan Museo here. 
Um, we've got another guest that we'll announce in a minute. We're going to speak to those guys a bit later. Oh, it's coming come up. Is that, an, is that an espresso martini? You're, you're not, you're not on yet. It's coming. Peter Turley, I'm here. Do you know what that, that move was? Well, you know, like a few of the guys who've, who've been pro, or just bike riders in races, is that that's the kind of move that, that Adam just did, that you're in the neutral zone, you got on the bumper, and you get in the early move because you got the draw from the car. Right. Qatar World Championships 2016, right? Here we go, yeah, here we go. We have one plan at the car, Qatar World Championships 2016. It's a crosswind. Yep. There's, there's one corner that it's going to split on. I was, gonna make I was commentating on this, right? I wouldn't ride now, I was commentating on it. Right, yeah. so we have one goal to get there, and then we'd hopefully have a few guys in the front, and then comes the finish circuit, do a lead up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Cummins is riding all day. Yeah. Um, make sure we're there. He does every, or, or till, till the corner. And then we had Luke Rowe yeah. and Ian Stannard. No, Stannard got around the corner. Luke Rowe taking us to the corner. Yeah, oh, for this one corner. Swifty, Luke Rowe and Swifty taking us to the corner. We came out of this corner. Echelon happens. 20 guys? Yeah, yeah 20 guys, yeah. Four of us, myself, Adam, G, and Stanard. Yes. Stanard and G, puncture, boom, yeah. boom. G, lucky G, punctured and crashed. Um, <laughs> first time. First time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, don't, no, but, but it's so, true, it's true. So it's, it's Adam and, and myself alone. Now, when you're riding in an echelon, so an echelon is when there's crosswinds, um, you know, you see the peloton fan out across the road and it's almost like a, it's like a chain gang, but sideways, and it, it gives you a shelter up, and it, it's a quick way. It's it's, it's efficient anyway. And uh, well, there's a, there's a, there's a horrible part of of, uh, of the echelon, and that's right at the back, you know. And the work that it's always easier to ride through on an echelon than to sit on the back. Totally, yeah. Unless you're Adam Blythe. Yeah. <laughs> and where you don't want to be is that little bit at the back because if they start to half the road it's just in the gutter get, a bit isn't it you get it, it lines out the back and you don't have any shelter and literally it doesn't matter who you are it's it's like i always say it's like falling through ice you you literally have three five three or five seconds to rectify it or otherwise you're gone you're gone, you're gone. yeah you, you can't think about it you can't try and tread water you have to think about it or you're gone i ended up in that shit part didn't i <laughs> And Flapping I can ride on the edge of the road, like really I can ride on the last bit. And we call it gutter sniping, don't we? Gutter really sniping, yeah. Oh my God, I was just in, you know? And the thing is, you can do in Belgium, you ride along, and if you're in that part, you can just shout, car, <laughs> you move over, <laughs> take a breath. Qatar, you haven't got that, that, that real that's job. That's just sound, isn't it? Yeah. A couple of camels. And, uh, <laughs> So I'm waiting, for Ad I'm waiting for Adam to drop back from the peloton and, and shelter me, you know, or move me up. I can't see. Adam's on my inside here. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to somehow get in, but yeah. Welcome, we Adam Blythe. Thank you. Welcome yeah. to the stage. Yeah. Chris Adam Blythe. Yeah. That, that World Championships was good fun. We, um, me, me and Mark always had an on-running joke throughout every season. Every time we went into crosswinds, or the Ros crosswinds. Always, 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 always. And 
Whenever, whenever there was wind, it doesn't. As Mark said, it doesn't matter who you are. You need to know how to ride your bike. Yeah, if yeah. you can't ride your bike properly, and in terms of looking at the race, looking who's in front of you, you will not be Cancellara, Boone, and well, Boone's an exception. He never missed a split. But doesn't matter who you were. You would. You had to know how to race to be in that front group. Doesn't matter how strong you are. I remember in Dubai tour pushing. Johnny Moscon to get back in the wheel so I could have a rest behind him at the same time. But he's That's a super you, you strong guy. You push riders and then stay on the wheel when you push them. Exactly, yeah. It's weird, but, but with me and Mark, we'd always end up in the front group. Always, like without a doubt, we'd always look at each other and go, "Oh, front group." <laughs> without fail, and it was just an on-running joke. You got like guys behind chasing like the strongest guys was, in the it world. It was carnage behind, wasn't it? It was absolute we never, carnage. We don't know because we were never there. <laughs> I, know, I, I can tell you, I was commentating, and it was carnage. But we, yeah. it was great. That world's. We won't go on with that story because that race didn't end the best. Well, but yeah, but we got. See, this is the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I got second. He was silver medalist in the world. Disappointed about it because yeah. you, you, you used to win it. Mark, don't say yeah. It was good. You were few. No, it wasn't good, but I'm playing the point. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking raging. Yeah, raging. <laughs> Still out of it now. There's a little bit of residual anger. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, take a break. Take five. <laughs> we'll be back after a few minutes. No, I'm gonna get smacked. <laughs> but no, it's. Love you, Adam, mate, by the way. Thanks for coming on stage slightly. Pleasure, early. pleasure. Uh, Cheers, helping me out a little bit. So, what, is, what have you got? You got what, what, what section uh, have you got? I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. Your, is this your wine? No. Adam, no. Adam gets drinks. Yeah. As much for how it looks, how it's perceived, <laughs> what he's drinking, than the actual drink. You know? Oh, blindly. That's a big reveal right there, isn't it? Like, you know. But also, it, will this look good when I'm sat with my legs crossed? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really good. And point. Does it look good though? It does, that's the thing. <laughs> that, uh, reluctantly, it flipping does. So stop. Do you know what, Adam? Not be funny. Just stop it for a bit. Stop it. You're, you're, you're spoiling it. it. You're spoiling it for the rest of us. But, um, yeah, I've got, a, I've got an espresso martini and that Pro Spritz just to clear the palate. And then I've got a bottle of champagne, Laurent Perrier, for David. Thank you, David. Thank Martin. you, David. Um, just, yeah. to, just as a finisher. Yeah, and this is, uh, we've still got another night to go after this, haven't we? Still got oh. another night to go. Yeah, yeah you got to just say, there's no, I mean, the negative splits out the window, isn't it, to be honest with you? Let's be, let's be honest with you. But, um, but Mark, we're going we're to go wind back to when, you, to when you did, you didn't get silver, you got the gold. Okay. Now, I know, obviously, everybody knows that, but that was just mega, wasn't it? I mean, um, that, I mean, look, you're just kind of flinching a little bit, but that, it's, it's special. You've you got those bands the rest of your life, you know. But um, rather than talk us about, talk us through the finish, just... What was it, the moment you crossed the line and realised you were world champion, and the moments afterwards? Talk to us about that. That the, the, how long it took to sink in that you you'd done it. So what I mean, no. I've really heard that before. Did you expect it? Yeah. There was a plan. There was a process, and we we did it. Yeah. But still, there must have been relief. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a sense of like. It's like a, well, it was so. It wasn't just a pressure then; it was an expectation, wasn't it? Yeah. And there's a diff. You have control of any pressure you have. You know, with your job, you're always going to have pressure. But expectation that's that comes from external. Yeah. You can't control expectation, and that that becomes a lot harder to deal with. Do you know? Because you know, you know what you can do. Other people don't know what you can do. If that makes sense. And uh, we both. We knew what we could do, but there was that expectation to win. 
but it'd been a long time in the making, you know? Yeah. Like, even down to things like getting ride, like, obviously, the, the, the world is always special anyway, because you, when you ride for your national team, you ride with, with people that are your um, enemies for most of the rivals. Yeah, not rivals. Right. Yeah, not enemies, rivals is right. Um, and, uh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, it's just, it's just details, but you know, like your, your job too, and, and you're not getting it. You're getting paid for 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 your job during the year with your pro team. But the the, the world is no. It's literally doing out of representing your flag, you know, and uh, it's quite special. But there's obviously guys who actually didn't even really like each other that we had to get riding together. Yeah. And uh, who who didn't you like? <laughs> That laugh, just do that laugh again. That laugh, I love that laugh. It's so mischievous, isn't it? And everyone had a plan, but outside, even though, even though, even though, no. Did drink your chocolate martini? But there was even outside the eight riders that were there. Like we had a plan, obviously, to. So, the amount of riders you get in the world, yep. in the team, is directly impacted by the amount of UCI points that you have. But you also get your UCI points from riding for your, your trade team. Yeah. So there's guys like Roger Hammond, Dan Lloyd, did you, yeah, you as well were in at that point, weren't you? Yeah. Try, like, that point, yeah. th there's a difference between get 17th and 18th in a race. So pushing for every single point just to get You had the maximum allowance people. in the end, didn't you? Like, yeah, we had yeah, eight, yeah. 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 And, uh, can I no, just I lie. We got seven. We didn't. Was we it? Just, oh, right. But it's enough. Yeah. And then everyone in that team had a, had a specific role. And uh, if I input into this, this wasn't a short-term thing. Before uh, the national three championships, years, yeah. we they used to do it all the time. So you'd get together as um, well, Team Sky would sort of organise with Rod Ellenworth, and they'd bring all the world tour riders in. So we'd all stay in the same hotel. We'd ride with each other a little bit. And Rod really implemented that, saying this is, we talk about the world, talk about the plan, and it was three years before I just turned pro and I came into this camp and it was... Yeah. You're dead fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to love, you got to love Mark Cavanagh, you? you got to love him. It's just like, there's no, there's nothing ambiguous. And him and Swifty, him and Ben Swift always, from the age of five, to the age of 25, they had matching haircuts. Yeah. yeah. And then Ben like, little shaved head with a blonde fringe. Oh. I just oh. was, it was it a tinted fringe? It was, we basically... Was it like a little, like, 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 little tips? We'll get back to the world in a minute, shall okay. we? But yeah, it was, um, <laughs> we basically Sorry, had, like, a number two on top with a little blonde fringe. Like, like tinted? Yeah, oh, thanks for the R's, everyone. Yeah. It was lovely, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's my best mate, love him to bits. Anyway, back to the world. He yeah. didn't ask how you were, actually. I was a little bit chubby. It was a little bit chubby. Um, but full of enthusiasm. Yeah, but this is the whole world thing. It wasn't just a, a yearly thing where you see how someone's going in that year, you select the world's team. This was a plan from a long yeah. way out about this. Project, was, Project Rainbow. It was, yeah. yeah. It was incredible. And I think for me, I wasn't in the team, but for everyone in British Cycling that was a part of those camps knew about it. It wasn't just a team that was there. It was everything around it when you went into a race. And Rod did a real good job of making everybody feel like yeah. that. Was it, you am know? I right to say that, that uh, again, just a, you got Simpsons, you had a meeting, got Simpsons jersey, Tom Simpsons jersey in the mm. room and said this is, you know. And, yeah. yeah. That was like 2009, that was two years yeah. before we had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got the original jersey. And... 
powerful. Was that what was was it like for you at that time? Did, did that what did that start off in you? Was that I mean, you obviously were you were you were flying at that point. Did you think, okay, this is interesting? Or what did you? What was your thought then, three years before? That's, that's just how we, how do we do it? Just a, just a pro that was it, just the process. Just the yeah, yeah. We had the riders to do it. We had the the management to do it. Yeah. It was just doing it, and it was hardcore. Like even selecting the seven riders, like there was way more than seven riders to serve to go to the world championship. Yeah. But we had to put every single person in a place in that, you know? Had a really specific role. Yeah. yeah. Like Jeremy Hunt, for instance, wasn't the strongest guy to go. He was pretty old by then, Jez. Yeah. But Jez can move around and Jez had the sole job of staying with me. And there's a climb around the back of the circuit. Like the finish, the sprint of Copenhagen. It's a kick, wasn't it? It's, it's, you go, it's, a, it's, a, it's uphill, like, yeah. you know? It's, it's hard. And, uh, Round the back there was a climb as well, and every lap we'd start at the front and then drop backwards. And Jez's job would be to stay with me. So again, like that, like saving energy, I would <coughs> drop him back, um, and uh, he'd stay with me and then move me up beside the, the peloton once we're at the top. That's Jez's sole role, and he'd be the best guy for that. But you wouldn't necessarily put him. Oh, I beg to differ. Were <laughs> <laughs> well, you a little fat? Then you wouldn't have got through there. Through the corner, <laughs> Adam, not being funny, you bloody set that one up, pal. Yeah. I mean, I was on a bloody plate. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So, yeah. Like Brad, and then Dave Miller was road captain. Yeah. And, uh, like, for instance, like Brad, everyone knows how phenomenally strong Brad is. But yeah. Brad, a lot of the time, like, he want to do his job earlier to do his job, do you know? So he's done a job, but... It's not going to get the most we're getting out of him. So for Dave to like, just literally ha hold Bradley's hold jersey, him, told him back to don't stop let him go till he needed to go. And then I think there's a famous images of him doing the full last lap at such a pace that people were attacking. <laughs> boom, Don Tommy Vauclair yeah. would go and then couldn't go anywhere. Just boom, boom, boom. And uh, and then in the final, I had Geraint and like Stanard and Geraint lead me out. Why had she lost Geraint's wheel? Um, like. Another day in a tour, like I'd, I'd fight Goss who who closed me off. Yeah. But you have one shot at the at the world, you can't afford to crash, or you lose their wheel. And G turns the last corner in sixth position. I'm about ninth, tenth, and uh, maybe even G was a little bit further. And you know, like I said, you have no kind of loyalty to the team to to yeah. do what the team wants at the world. So I tell you, ninety nine percent of riders turn in the last corner, third position, go for the win. There's one of, yeah. No? Yeah, yeah. And you see G just swing out. He hasn't touched the front, he's got energy left. Just he swings total, out sack, and he turns around to see where I am. Brilliant. You know, and uh, it, it's just special, you know. Yeah. And G was the first person I seen after finished the first ride of the come, you know, and uh, I, it was just, it, it was everything we planned just went like that. We, we, we took a world championships and controlled it. <laughs> from start to finish, I think even more so than the Italians did as well. I don't think it's know? ever been done like that. No. Is it? no, it was good. Oscar was there, Oscar was there, weren't you? Where is he? Oscar? Top of steps. He's having a there conversation. Yeah, yeah, he's having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's, 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 he's Bloody hell, fuck, that's a bit, yeah. There he is, well, Oscar. Well. So, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of you um, will know Oscar. Some, some of you 
might not, but if not, like you should be ashamed of yourselves. Uh, because Oscar Freire, um, weirdly, there's a chap in my group, in my cycling group today, Oscar, called Oscar Freire. Exactly the same name, but it's not you. Very confused. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's not. No, don't put, what a lovely man. He's apologising for something that wasn't his fault. I love that. Oh, what a lovely man. But um, so Oscar Freire, an absolute legend. So won the world championships three times. Right, an absolute, but a legend and um, a lovely, lovely chap. But uh, well, what, why are you here? Welcome. How are you? So, uh, I want to say Wiley here, that sounded a bit flippant and a bit glib, didn't it? But it, it wasn't. So, if you have another mic, is this microphone working? One, two, one, two. There you go, Oscar. So, Hello Oscar, w welcome, welcome. Hello to everybody. I am here because everybody knows that... Uh... <laughs> I don't know how do you say in English, but uh, it's not a nice history. <laughs> but it's uh, a pleasure uh, to be here uh, with all of you and... Uh, it's uh, my first experience uh, with uh, no professional people riding. <laughs> right, sorry, that was, yeah. Sorry about that, guys. This was just twice. <laughs> I know, so... No, right, so, well, no sorry, sorry. <laughs> my English is not so good. <laughs> no, but uh, it's uh, my first experience, uh, so uh, it's a different group. It's not... Uh, Professional. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I think that uh, everybody is professional here. So, well, I was so saying, but, uh, not before, but here, everybody. Thank you, Ben. I mean, World Championships three times. Uh, actually, I'm going to ask you a kind of really, it's quite a personal question, really. Where are, they ha where are your jerseys in your house? Where, have you, where, where are they? So t tell, tell us, have you got any photos or can you...? No, I have a small place for the, the Mayots. Okay. Uh, I made it one year ago. And uh, I, I don't have many things, but uh, the, 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 the World Champion jersey is really special. So I have the, the green jersey, the, also the, the World Champion jersey, and also some victories. But not many trophies, because uh, I have more than 400 trophies, so... No, 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 sorry. My my mother has uh, all the trophies. I have only the, the good trophies. Well, I think, I don't know, actually, I've dried up, actually. So, yeah, amazing. So, when you won the World Championships for the first time, okay, I remember watching it, and um, it was quite unexpected. But then, also me. Yeah, yeah, it was, but, it was, but like, importantly, it was the way that you, you sensed the moment and to go early. Can you describe that? Because it was very, you basically went like six, seven hundred meters to go, just, you're obviously very good, but you just, yeah. what, what, made you go early to... What? I don't know, uh, but uh, I think in that moment, uh, I, sometimes when I watch the, the Italian television, the, the, the World Championships was in Italy, and uh, when we, I was arriving, uh, the, the commentator said, uh, who is this guy? 
nobody knows me. So it, it was a big problem for the commentators in that moment. Uh, Glad I wasn't coming. Because they say, who is this uh, Spanish guy? Uh, is, is a bad writer, who is? And nobody knows me. And in that moment, I say, I don't know if I am winning the, the World Championships. Because also for me, it was incredible situation. I was injured for uh, uh, one year. I, I did a, a very good races before, but nobody knows me in that moment. Uh, uh, international cycling, I said. So, uh, when I passed the, the finish line, everybody was uh, close to me, and I said, oh, now I am world champion. So, it's, it was a really special moment because I, I didn't expect this situation also. So, winning it unexpectedly, but then to go on to win it, twice on two other occasions I mean this it's it's incredible I mean um, did that do you think that the fact that you won it and people were like Re really like what what is this do you think that inspired you or do you think you always had it in you because that I mean it's it's incredible that what you achieved yeah but uh, before that day uh, I was a good cyclist before oh yeah of course <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're like, two, two more I mean you're like you're not just good you're fucking funny like no, but uh, I mean, uh, uh, before that moment, I was doing a, a really good things, uh, and I was uh, uh, second in the world championships as amateur. Sure, was my my first race, international race, and then uh, I was injured. But uh, my first year professional, also I win a stage uh, with the professional riders, and sure. I did very good results. And uh, after that. Uh, also, I was in a big team with uh, big riders like uh, Johan and yeah. uh, uh, many good riders and many good, uh, really good uh, riders. And I, I, I have a confidence and I did a, a good uh, results also in the World Championships and also in other races. Milan San Remo, for example. Yes. Yeah, so yeah uh, for example, in Milan San Remo, Mapai was really focused in Milan San Remo. We have the best thing in that moment and we never win the, the Milan San Remo. And then the, the thing quick, and then uh, the first rider was from Mape, and the second rider in, wins uh, Milan San Remo, another Mape, and the third, another Mape. So, uh, sometimes uh, it's uh, really easy to win, but uh, when, we, when you win, but uh, sure. sometimes you, you need a, a victory and it doesn't. Coming, sure. Well, Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know that feeling, Oscar. Did, did, your, your careers wouldn't have overlapped, would they? When did you? What, yeah, no, yeah, the, you, the, the three, four years. Oscar, yeah. Oscar was yeah. at the Copenhagen World. Of course, it was. Yeah. We raced, I was. I was there when Oscar won the Green Jersey, two thousand eight. Of course, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. Did, I mean, did, what did you? Did you ever talk much when you were in the peloton? Do you remember no, like, the, those when, exchanges or? Not a little bit, but Oscar was super quiet. So Oscar, like. Such he's, a modest guy, he's like, lovely. Uh, but like, he's an assassin. But I tell you, he's a, he's a killer. So Oscar, like, it's a big thing about like, like Great Britain, like the track team. They've always been known for picking a day and being able to peak for this day. Sure. Like Oscar, you wouldn't see him forever, and then he just turned up when he was at a race. You're like, he's, he wins. Like he, he was like the master, in my opinion. I don't know, but you you knew when he was going to win. You wouldn't see him. Like, and he prepared, prepared, he tapered, one, one, one. You could see in a few races and that. And then, like, that peaking for a certain time, like, 
was like like phenomenal, like like blows your mind. You you, you knew when he was gonna win. Like my so, wife uh, like, said the same. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a proper mic drop. You can drop your mic if you want. Just drop your fucking mic. I mean, you done. Down the dust and pal. Jesus Christ. I love it. And another, 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 uh, another memory I have of Oscar is before Milano Sanremo in like maybe 2011. Like it was, it was, it was uh, my first Milan Sanremo since, since I met Peter, like my wife. And uh, she came to see me and we, we were sat in reception. And uh, Oscar was a favourite every Lumilano Sanremo. And I'm like focused. I don't want to be in myself. I'm having to do interviews and I don't want to be there. I want to be in my room like this. And Oscar's there with like his two boys just climbing all over him, <laughs> jumping on the sofa, like playing. And like, I remember, like, I still had speaking to Peter yesterday about it. Like, it's still, it's her defining view of, of Oscar was him just there. Like, he's got arguably the biggest race for a sprinter in the year, the day after, and his kids are there, just jumping, he's just being a dad, you know? Yeah. And uh, I still, like, I'm sure that had, like, an inspirational factor on, on me for, since I've had m my 20 kids, like. There is one more thing with Oscar that I heard a rumour about, and it was in the Tour Down Under, when you arrived... No bad things, eh, please? It's a family show. Yeah. So no, I was in the tour sure. under. Um, you speak in Spanish, eh? No problem. <laughs> we were we're in the hotel and tour down and when you arrive, it's quite a relaxed race. It's nice. It's chilled. It's not R anymore. Relaxed, it used to be. I mean, that's another story, mate. Yeah, yeah we won't go into Let's our not story. do that. Yeah, we won't go into our story about that. Okay. But there was a story about Oscar, and everyone would be out on the bikes, you know, trying to get over jet lag. And you'd look out your window in the afternoon. I don't know if this is true, but you'd be playing tennis. Yeah, where, where? In, in Australia. Australia. In Australia. Playing tennis? Yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with the team director. Really? Yeah. I, I won the, the, the match. 6 0, 6 1, and 6 0. <laughs> So it's almost straight set, flip it out, fair play. I mean, like, Oscar, I know, uh, correct, obviously correct me if I'm wrong, one of your world's wins was when um, you'd only raced 19 days, 20 days or something. You had a, back, a, a, the, a, a problem with your back yeah, for a long time. It, it was uh, when I won the, the first time the World Championships, it was my 12th day. 12th day racing. racing and won the Worlds. Just like, I mean, that yeah, just shows. I did a lot of good training. Yeah, but still, like, it, that it's still, whatever you, like, tra it's still incredible, you know, that's... Uh... Yeah, but I think when you have a lot of uh, confidence and you have uh, a good head, you, I think you can do a lot of things. Yeah. So, I think the, in, in cycling, it's important to be safe, but it's also important to be uh, with a really good head. I think, in my opinion, is the most important because Definitely. the difference uh, between a good rider and a super rider is the head. Yeah. So I have a question for you, Oscar. Can you remember when you first raced Mark? In what race it was, and what were your thoughts when you started racing him? Where? What was your first race when you started to race Mark? Because you had you had been around for a long time. Not yeah, a long I, time. I remember uh, in the Tour de France. Uh, 
uh, in a stage, uh, I think he was he first to the France or something, and uh, it was a difficult sprint because the tour is always difficult, and he was like a crazy, and was crazy. <laughs> no, wasn't it? Did you do with, with 2007 Volta Catalunya? You were there, no? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I remember you in the Tour de France, uh, <laughs> and I say, "Oh, this guy, what happened now? Uh, why he he's doing like this?" And, then, and now, and now I understand. <laughs> After 34 victories, <laughs> that's the first time we said 34 victories. That's the first time we said it. But anyway, like, well, we, so I tell you what, we, we've talked, we've got. A world's winner, three times a world's winner. What are we going to bring on Tiff to the stage next? Twice Merseyside Divisional Champion. <laughs> also, also regional champion. Eh? Regional champion, thanks. Regional. You're a regional champion as well? Give us regional, a, a junior and uh, under 10 to Oh, oh good lad. Yeah. So I think we should invite on stage an absolute legend. Um, don't know where he is. Uh, Johan? Where is he? Johan Museo, next up on stage. The line of Flanders, uh, another winner of the, uh, the World Road Race Championships, and of course, three Paris-Roubaix, three Tour of Flanders, and God knows what else. Um, hey, up, mate, how are you doing? Um, have, we got, have we got a mic? And Sorry, you know, go ahead. This he's man was my hero growing up, my absolute hero. He's a, he's I had posters of him on my bedroom wall. I pretended to be him when I was on my bike. He's my absolute hero. That's the thing, you know, when you, you're growing up, as a, it's, you, you want to be professional. I, I think I might. You're the oldest out of us, I'm the second, but I wanted to be Greg Lamont. I wanted to be Greg Lamont. No, no, in a nice way. It's just facts. 52. 55. 30. 30. <laughs> I, 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 do you know what? You're kind of growing on me. I like you. I, 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 think, we, I think we know roughly the order. Uh, but, yeah, you kind of, that's, that's it. You kind of, when were we kids? That's the beautiful... And I'm racing with Johan's son now. Oh. Of course, yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm probably going to race with Oscar's son. <laughs> That's no, it's beautiful. I'll, I'll probably race with your boy now, a couple more years. Yeah, 16. No, I will race with your son. <laughs> wow, look, oh, okay. Wow, okay. That's hot off the press. <laughs> so, so Johan, three times world champion, world champion, another boy. So we got basically, folks, not be funny with you. Let's, like, right, let me just put this. What I am don't... I doing here? No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not being funny. Adam, Adam. Adam. Crossing your legs and drinking chocolate martini. Like Adam, 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 join the club. Join the flipping club, pal. I don't know what you're presenting now. I'm just here as well a bit of a the club. in my CV. But, like, like, the thing about this, this event, and we'll, we spoke to you in one second, I just think it's about setting things into a bit of perspective. You come here, you're having fun, you've been out your bikes with some lovely grub. Wonderful people. I've got a new, I've got a new dentist, and that's great. <laughs> it's more, it's more. There's, there's no, like you got Johan Musay, Lana Flanders, like an absolute legend. You know, you've, you've got Oscar Freire, three times the bloody world champion, and you've got the greatest sprinter of all time. And then you've got Adam Blythe and Matt Stevens. I mean, you couldn't make this shit up. Anyway, Matt, so it's the, not just only that. There's a lot of people around as well. We've got all of somewhere. We've got all, 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 all the Louis here as well. We've got the Irish national champion as well. We've got, yeah. We've got Rory Townsend here yeah. as well. He's here somewhere. We've got Chris Lillywhite. Chris Lillywhite. Winner of the milk race. Yeah, there's a lot of 
lot of great. There's a lot. Actually, do you know what? It's, it's not just about what we do. It's just lovely people. It's just really lovely. Like seriously, just lovely people. We're having fun, enjoying themselves, and that's what it's all about. But Johan, um, what's it like? Okay, simple question. Ibiza for you. Because I know you've not been here before, so what are your impressions of Ibiza? It's the first time, so now I'll stand up for you. Yes. He always does this. He might actually start, he might start taking requests. <laughs> because uh, it's the first time that I'm in Ibiza, and before everybody was telling me, Ibiza is flat. <laughs> totally flat. They told us to. Today, we did all a great job. So, congratulations to all of you. That's why I stand up. I will stand up because I want to speak about these two riders. I have to make... Talk about doing Adam all these I'm sorry. We speak about world champions. World champions. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I will start with uh, Mr. Mark Cavendish. I was ex-rider already because I'm a little bit older than these guys. I was already ex-rider. I was in Tour of Britain, and that was the first year that he was in the team mobile team, and he won over there. Who won? Mark Cavendish. Nobody knows Mark Cavendish. <laughs> but now everybody knows Mark Cavendish around the world. Because... I had already won the World Championships the year before on the track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But all about the details. The same, the same. If you win another victory in the Tour de France, you will beat Eddie Marks. Yeah. 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 Do you know what? Do you know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's always bothering me though? That everyone, like everyone calls it Merckx's record. It's not Merckx. It's our record. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? They share the record. Yeah. I don't. Like. I won't break. I, I break our record. It's not his record. It's our record. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Fair play. It's, it's your record. Yeah. You're gonna make your own record. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to make it? But next year he will win another station in the Tour de France because he has signed already to a French team. That's categorically untrue. That that is Belgian gossip. Like, that's Belgian gossip. You have to be so. I've been in a Belgian team five years. You have to be so careful what you say. <laughs> it goes round. Like Belgians love a gossip. The Flanders love a gossip. No. I know. Oh. Yeah. You come in. Oh, yeah, you heard? You heard? Uh, uh, it's uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, and, it, and then it goes on. That was a, a big, big, big story. Yeah. <laughs> then the next person, like, it gets ex escalated a little bit. Next one, how is? Yeah. 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 So, but... But you signed a contract, so... <laughs> this guy, when he was younger than now, when he was 21, we were in the same team. And I was 
much older. <laughs> and Oscar has, he has a guy, he trains every day two hours. <laughs> and he has convinced he has to do just every day two hours. <laughs> and he won, he won the Green Jersey, he won Milano Sorimio, he won the Gandwevelham, and so many races with not so much training. <laughs> Your hand, you look disappointed. <laughs> I have to train so much hours to have to win a race. Five, six hours. This guy, he has so talent, he has not to train a lot. <laughs> so what are you saying, Johan? <laughs> that, 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 that Oscar is the most talented of all of us, apart from me and Adam. <laughs> no, no. no. Thanks, no, man. Thanks, sorry. You've got to pick us up a little bit, mate. Because we've been but I am happy that he is here. Uh, is it, yes, because we know all about the story about that Yesterday evening he was here, but he isn't here. It doesn't matter because I love him and we love them all. He is special, different, but uh, he's rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Two days before I was calling uh, Oscar. I say, Oscar, you are free? Yes, why? Come over to Ibiza. What I have to do in Ibiza? <laughs> Biking, drinking, eating, and have fun. Or say, okay, I come over. Was that, he is here. Was that, so, the, com uh, was that the conversation? That's short. Yeah, he is here. So, uh, my, wife. my wife said you can go. <laughs> it's very important to get that, that sort of that sort of endorsement. I tell you what, guys, because like I just said, you know, earlier on, it's lovely to have you all here and and um, three champions. <laughs> Sorry, three, three champions. Must we kind of anyway? Do you want to? I, I just invite some questions because you've got like you've got. Can I just can I just ask quickly? Yeah, it's always a question I like to know about. Each rider yeah. is throughout your careers. You know when you've got good legs oh, in a bike race. Diamonds in the legs. You're afraid. Diamond, isn't it? diamond. Have you trademarked that yet? Med diamonds in the legs. <laughs> but sometimes when you're feeling so good, you sometimes don't win. And I'd like to know each of your stories for when you had the best legs in the world in your eyes, but you didn't win. Because I find it so, I've asked Sean Kelly this question. You, uh, you'll find out why he's asking this, because he specifically wants to ask up. me that he's, he's teeing up. up, isn't he? I mean, uh, again, he's on a plate. So let, let's start with Johan. Johan, when you had the best legs, but you didn't win. The best legs, but you didn't win. What, what was the race? You were like, what the hell happened there? Today, at the end, my legs were on the <laughs> I don't know how you feel now at the moment, but if I stand up, it's hurt a little bit. Uh, I'm honest, I'm honest. Um, yeah. The day that I won the World Champions, I have really incredible legs, because the circuit was really too hard for me, but I won on the Lugano. Um, yeah. I, actually, there's two other people in, the, uh, in this, this auditorium that were there that day, racing with you. Not with you, in, no, no, we were just in the same race. It's me and Yatesy. Yatesy, Sean, 
Where are you, mate? Yeah, we were in the same race, weren't we? We were racing, weren't we? We got punted, didn't we, big time? Yeah, anyway, yeah, me and Sean, we're in this, yeah. Why are you here and not Sean? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have race in the same generation of Sean Yates. The great Sean Yates. The great. Stand up, Sean Yates, actually, yeah. It's good to have fun, seriously. He was. The legend. He was always in the front, pulling very hard, very hard. He was incredible how fast he was going. <laughs> he was also very good in the time towns. Huh? John? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm happy that I'm here with, uh, with you, but also happy with you again. Thank it was a long time that we, we didn't see anymore. Um, you, you don't, now you, you retry it because you do some other things now. He was sport director. One of the greats. Eh? One, One of the, greats. the greatest. And now you will do more for a blog. Next year we have 20 events. <laughs> no, I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's 25 <laughs> events actually. Yeah, it's a lot of events. One maybe in Flanders next year. I'm coming from Flanders. <laughs> I have to promote Flanders. So basically, sorry, uh, sorry. if you head to leblanc.com forward slash tickets, there isn't an event yet, but just buy the tickets now, because it's probably going to be all right, I reckon, uh, to be honest with you. I'd, 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 I'd buy tickets to Leblanc, uh, Belgium. Sorry, we just kind of, we tan we kind of tangents. Yeah, Should we just finish your question? Because these guys have, I don't think they're really bothered about going to sleep, are they? No, it's not. It's not. I've not even stopped my champagne yet, anyway. So, okay, let's speed things up a little bit, because I, what, I want, what I want, Adam, in the greatest respect, mate, is to get an opportunity for these people to ask these guys questions. Yeah, let's just leave it. Oh, you know, you've, you've, yeah. you've had time. Why have you done that? Why have you done that? I want to hear Mark's answer. <laughs> Oscar, 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 the best legs you've ever had in a race where you've not won. Best legs you've not won. I think uh, many times I have uh, good legs, but you don't know. Uh, how the legs or the other riders. So the problem of cycling is you don't know how are the other riders. And I think, for example, in uh, in 2000, the World Championships, I have a very good legs, and I lost the the sprint because I have a, a small problem in the in the final. Also in Barese. Also World Championships. Also uh, when Cipollini won, I they broke <laughs> the, the, the wheel just one kilometer before the, the finish line, and I just stopped after uh, 260 kilometers. And uh, but sometimes you don't know how good are the others, so it's difficult to to know it. But I know that in, in Verona, my last time, I was doing the training at home and I say I cannot lose this time the, I, uh, because I say okay I am super good is the, the the best time that I feel in my life I have a lot of pressure and uh, I have a good thing in that moment and I and I didn't mistake but uh, but maybe happened one time in your life and in that moment I I was really focused in that race and I I won the race. Mark, 
<laughs> I think Mark's about to th hit you around the head with that mic, to be honest with you, pal. That's right, the first time we've had a fight. It's fine. It's great. We love each other, really. Yeah, we, we love, love each, each other. other. Should we throw it out, mate? Should we throw it out? Let's throw it out. So, um, 2016. Shall I be the roving... <laughs> oh, no. Oh. We gonna... Don't mention anything. Let's just leave no. it there. No, because... They... <laughs> right! We're going to throw it out to the audience. Does anybody want to ask any questions? We've probably got time for, I don't know, a dozen. So, so show of hands, and I'm not going to favour any direction. Chap, chap at the front there with the. So I've lost my glasses the other day because I, 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 I got a bit drunk and lost them, so I can't see. So, chap that seems to be quite a, quite a Mediterranean feel, no socks, like a, a gently draped cardigan over his shoulder. Who knows where he's from? Probably Spain, maybe southern Italy. Could be. Where are you from, my friend? Portsmouth. Portsmouth! <laughs> Christ almighty. So, oh, sorry, what's your name, mate? Right. You're, you're on my table, Brian, weren't you? Good bit of grub, nice, right. nice vibe. You, are you a dentist? No. Not a dentist? That'll be weird, like doubling up on dentist. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna double cross you, don't worry, it's fine. What was your question? Question is for Mark, um, which I think most people here wanna know. We all look forward to seeing you in the, in the tour this year. You weren't there. What were your feelings? And really, why weren't you there? It wasn't my decision. That's, it's out of my control, like, like I talked about before. I can, I can control what, what I can do. I can make sure I'm informed, but I do a job at the end of the day, you know, and uh, a race selection isn't in my decision. And will you be back next year? I hope Hopefully. so, yeah. I think... I, I, I know what I think that question showed, Mark, is the fact that people just love you and want you to we do it you. and it's a question that lots of people ask i know it's hard to answer but people say it because they want you to win it oh, right that's so they it's it's a yeah, i know it's hard, but they because they just like wow because they they love you mate you just respect it and we'll see what happens next year eh? but i think it's a it's a commonly asked question but it's it's rooted in what you've created yeah it's rooted in your legacy the the love that you've that you've over the, Ask Johan, what do you think about me not going on the tour? There we go, Johan, what do you think? <laughs> as, a, as a mate of Pat... Uh, oh, let's, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, quite good. Patrick Lefebvre. Huh? You know I'm quite good. I know I'm maybe even better than, than you, Mark. He is special, but... Bit of a dick. <laughs> We've got a special guest coming from the back, Mr. Patrick LaFerre! Come on, so it's Patrick. Love to have you here. You know, it, it was even, for me, um, difficult to understand after the history of last year that he was winning stages in the Tour de France and the green jersey. That was really a history. Yeah. That he didn't sign again one year with Patrick LaFerre. Yeah. So, uh, it's hurt a little bit here, but it's how it is, it's how it is. You order a number, and if he say, I don't need that number anymore, he take another number. Yeah, which is, it's a, uh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, it, it's business, isn't it? Yeah. You know it is, I mean? it's, it's, it's business, and you all, all do business around, and, it's quite difficult for the moment now. 
it's also still in cycling quite difficult, and that was also a difficult moment for, for Mark. It wasn't correct, but it's how it is. But also, like, it's how it is. Mark has been like remarkably professional about it. It's like he's there to do a job, and it's it's a tough one. But we've gone beyond that, and we've got the future to forward to, we? so. But it's lovely to hear your views. It's, it's fascinating stuff. It bloody is. But it's time to show of hands for the next question. So that's a really long way for me to walk, mate. I'll go. I'll go. So can, Adam's. Uh, is it? He's younger. Is it? Adam. So let's go to the top, to that other gentleman up. Oh, so there we go. Go on the salmon top. Thank you very much. So my question is the dominance of Ineos in British cycling. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Do we need more British teams to generate new talent? Is that for Mark or for... Well, anyone really. Sorry, I'm, I, I, I'll answer that. Go, go for it. I don't think it's relevant to what team it is necessarily. I think for international riders now, especially youth coming through, they don't really need a British team to come through. It's been old school for long enough where if you're good enough as a bike rider, you'll make it onto a team. There's so much, there's so many scouts out there now looking at riders. And if you really look at British cycling and riders now, there's just as many riders going to different teams. Francis is sure they've got a great programme. If Sandlow's a great rider is where... I think Ineos are missing a trick, to be honest, where they don't have a, um, an under-23 team, a performance team where they can bring riders in. Ineos is a fantastic team. They've got BC, though, mate. Got they have BC, got BC, though. but I think with Ineos, they've just got more money than anyone, and they throw money at people, and that's, that's what they do with the younger generation of riders, kids coming up, especially British riders, where... They'll be so good that they'll offer them a contract that's a lot more than what they'll get offered at a different team. And because it's Ineos, you're almost you're not obliged, but you get offered a contract that's six figures as a Neo Pro, first year pro in the British team, one of the best teams. Seven in the world. figures as a Neo Pro. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the thing is that they've got such a power where they can offer so much more than being a British team that they have that control from their reputation and how much money they've got, but. I don't think you need another team. Another team isn't going to change the way that they bring riders through. It's just going to be another team that enables more riders in it that is going to be the same as any other team. They're going to have a mixture of English riders, British riders, full world riders throughout it. So I don't necessarily think Ineos is slipping up. I don't think any other team slipping up. I just think bike riding's been how it is for a long time, but Ineos sadly dominates the market with their money and not their talent scouting. I think that's fair to say. I think for me personally, Ineos are probably, this is quite harsh and critical, but they're not the best team in finding the best riders in the world anymore. They don't find them. Look at UAE, they're finding Pogaccia. Look at yeah. Jumbo Visma, they're, buying, they're finding the best riders. Ineos that's are just... very common. And they, they yeah. like, I was there the other day and they, they totally acknowledged that. They said, what, what we need to change. They've said the same yeah. thing. So, it's quite, it's, it's really interesting. I think it is, I think it's just the power of, sadly it's the power of money. I think that there's, through Johan, you'll know this, is that with Belgium riders, you have scouts coming to all the kermesses. There's 200 races in a year that riders can go and look at younger riders and see who's good as an under, as a junior, before they're even pro. But you even have like, 
kommen von den Talentins, Top 12 anderen, for instance, is a specific development team. Years, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And most big Belgian riders have come through that team at some yeah. point or over in their career, no? Really? Yeah, to be honest, no, we have the best riders in Belgium. Even the poor old van Aert. Yeah, it's how it is. Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course, but um, the other teams have closed the gap to Ineos or Team Sky. They were five years really at, at the top with everything, but the other teams have closed the gap. That's good for cycling. I still have a great relationship with a lot of the guys in Ineos, Geraint, Luke, Rowe, all the guys I grew up with, like, I, like, we'll never fight them, we'll give them space, we all look after each other in the tour, there's been points when I probably wouldn't have won without them, even if we'd been on opposite teams and that, yeah, but all of us who grew up together, we kind of still look out for each other. Like, Blythe, wasn't good enough to kind of do that, so. <laughs> Jesus! I'm joking, I'm joking. We always, like I said, like, we would always be in the front and look out for each other in the front. No. Yeah, of course we would, yeah. 2016 Nationals, isn't it? No, there's an age group that I think, after we finish, we're still your mates. Right, well, I think, what well, that's, that's quite lovely. That little hug was kind of a special moment, that's it. Really quite, can you just do that again? No, thanks to Leblanc for inviting me to Ibiza and thanks also to you for listening to episode 310 of the Spokesman Cycling Podcast, brought to you in association with Turn Bicycles. Show notes and more can be found, as always, on the-spokesmen.com. The next episode will be another roundtable, but this time with our show regulars, recorded this coming Sunday. Meanwhile, get out there and ride. <laughs>